When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to stay for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Zero Pucks Given, the UK ice hockey podcast. We are in partnership with the Hockey Art Co., hockey clothing for hockey people, worn by the best and hated by the rest. Listeners to Zero Pucks Given get a 10% discount off everything side-wide at hockeyartclothing.co.uk, including things like this, the Toronto City Series. Uh, so just use the code ZP10 when you check out and you will get your 10% discount. We are also in partnership with Manscaped, male grooming products redefining the gentleman. Uh, you can get 20% off plus free shipping off of all Manscaped products on manscaped.com when you use the code zero pucks, all one word, all caps, and get your discount there. Uh, the performance package 5.0 is what they sent me. Fantastic stuff. Keep yourself all trim. And remember, of course, if you, uh, if you trim the hedges around the crease, the goal looks bigger. Uh, and we're also on the Sports Social Podcast Network, the biggest sport podcast network in Europe. So absolutely thrilled to be part of that and getting the name of Zero Pucks Given out there, as well as a little bit more love for ice hockey across the country. Right then, this is episode 84, and we are building up to the Britain Division League Cup final that is taking place this weekend. It will be taking place at the Hangar in Slough on Saturday night and at the High Road in Streatham on Sunday, as the Slough Jets will take on the Streatham Red Hawks for the second trophy available this year. Of course, after the Red Hawks already wrapped up the league with four games to go leaving Slough in second, so it is the top two going head-to-head in this cup final. They both got an interesting path there because this uh, this League Cup sort of took on the form of your first two league games against each other home and away, created the little table that then from the top four gave us the two semi-finals where Streatham came across in Victor Dynamos and they went through 7-4 on aggregates and the Slough Jets came across the Chelmsford Chieftains where I believe they went through 8-5 on aggregate in the end. So they will now go head-to-head 
uh, they've, the results recently actually have kind of indicated that we're going to get a tight weekend. Uh, Slough went down to Streatham and took an OT win a couple of weeks ago, 3-2. I think it was uh, Jack Goodchild took a very, very early overtime winner there. I think it was 23 seconds into the overtime period after Streatham had hit the post, so a really sort of level game there. But then the weekend just gone, Streatham went down to Slough with 12 skaters and won 3 nil, shutting out the highest point-scoring team in the league. So, yeah, really not too sure what we're going to get out of this week. So what we're going to do then to build up to it, first of all, we're going to ha- have a chat with the Streatham player coach. Paints, how are you doing, fella? You all right? Yeah, good, thanks. Self? I'm doing really well, mate. Firstly, may I just say congratulations on the league title. Fantastic to sew that up a little bit earlier than you would have expected, I would have thought. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, yeah, first of all, thanks thanks very much. Um, it was, uh, so it feels, it feels like it's a lot harder this year. Um, obviously, Chelsea are much improved. That Slough team are getting better and better. Um, it felt like we were, we had teams nipping our heels the whole way. So, I mean, to get it done with, I don't know, what we got, four games left. Um, it was, it was nice to, nice to be in that position, really. So, it was good. Yeah, and as the season as a whole, obviously, the, the Cup has gone back to the format of the first sort of couple of league games home and away counting towards the Cup which then produced us this table that gave the semi-final of you against Invicta, Slough against Chelmsford, and we've sort of resulted in this final of you guys against Slough on Sunday night. Um, and obviously they took a little little OT win off you down at your barn, didn't they, a couple of weeks ago. So that's uh, yeah. going to be on the front of their heads as well, I think, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. And um, I mean, I, I sent the message going there that when we were going into these games, I mean, first and foremost, we, we that was a league game and there were two league points that we knew we needed three out of a potential four next league points um, to, to sort of wrap the league up. Um, but I wanted to win that game. Um, we went in that game with every intention to win that game. And uh, they've they've been there and thereabouts of us for most of the year. Obviously, we, we, we had dominated them, really, in terms of results um, up until that point. Um, we had some very good games against them. And, and maybe um, we, we've come close um, in terms of losing games. We've just, we've just had enough to get it done. Um, and then we went into that game, sort of that that added pressure, I guess, of getting the league sewn up, knowing that's a massive win. Um, we started very well. We just, I think we kind of just got again a little bit comfortable, took our foot off the gas a little bit in the second period. They pulled it back, and then yeah, obviously they won it in OT. So I mean, it was one of them games where they they were good. They they they're always good when you play them. They're always full of energy, and they 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 uh they get up and down the ice well, and they're very skilled. So. It was one of them games, but I think it, it really did give us that little bit of, yeah, we can be beat because we were on a bit of a bit of a hot streak at that point. So maybe brought us down back down to earth a little bit. Yeah, Miles, you said as much when he was on, he kind of said occasionally you need that little um, that little bump back down to earth to know that you're not invincible to kind of keep the keep the hunger there. Um, yeah. But if, the, if there's a result and a performance that you'll be looking at going into this weekend, you went down to the hangar with 12 skaters and shut them out on Saturday night. That must have uh, That must have felt incredible in the room afterwards. Yeah, it was quality. Um, again, if that was in the Britain Cup, so we we were we were four and zero in the Britain Cup at that point, and five and zero now. Um, it's weird though. Like, I I feel like at times when we put our backs up against the wall, like you say, like going down um, to, to twelve skaters, I think I think we just we find a way. We're a team that uh, we, we're we're very good with adversity. We face plenty of it, whatever it's been over the last few years, and we've got a, a, a team that. We've got a lot of experience. We've got a lot of guys that have been in big situations and been in situations that aren't great. Um, we, yeah, we went in there. We went in there with a game plan, and and again, that's that's the thing we've got in our in our roster. We've got a lot of guys that have been around with a lot of experience, and they can change their game to suit what we need to do. And and we went there. We had a game plan. We executed it well, and and we 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 came away with two points. So for me, it's it's one of those things. We're not slower, very flashy. They score lots of goals, and they 
and a lot, and a lot of other teams, Invicta and Chelsea, they score lots of goals and they do X, Y, and Z, and it's exciting. But we're a team that we're I, I, when I was building this team, I want a team that can play in certain ways, change their game, and get results and and, and pick up trophies. That's that's what I was aiming for. Mm. And the main thing we find, um, obviously, as much as I'm grateful for your time now, grateful for the time you give every week with your coach's thoughts that you send in for the podcast. It's noticeable that when you have lost, there's there's one phrase that always comes out, and it's you didn't play to your systems. So yeah. having that discipline when you've got only 12 skaters on, on on a game night, that's got to be the main ingredient, hasn't it? Yeah, 100%. And I think that's why we've had the success we've had over the, over the last few years. Um, obviously, the, all the trophies we've won in them teams, we've had we've had very set systems, and we've had we've had ways that ways of playing and how we want to go into games. Um, I'm not too strict with what we're doing in terms of I don't give lots and lots of systems, but we have our basic bread and butter. And if we're, we're playing, sticking to them systems, everyone's on the same page, you can add a little bit of flair on top of that for each individual. But as long as the backbone of our systems are there, that's what gives us our success. And, and that's been the case over the last few years. And, and I'm not saying that's down to me. Like most of the systems I, I'm using and this team are using at the moment are stuff that Kazi may have put in when he was here four or five years ago. So mm. The, the stuff we've been doing is not it's not me coming in and reinventing the wheel and being bloody a mastermind coach that's not the case like we, we keep it pretty basic but we just make sure we drill down on it and we make sure we all stick to it and, and what we do is is it, it works and as long as we stick to what we do and we and we, we we'll be fine yeah I mean your progression there at Streatham obviously you were you were captain under Farney and then you kind of moved up into the player coach role and, and we discussed whether at the playoffs last year it was something that whether it took a little bit of a focus off your playing, but you've had actually quite a good season yourself, numbers-wise. It's hard. It's, it's, it's definitely a, a difficult thing. Um, I struggled with it at first, I think, just trying to get my head around it. Um, I've never been a player that puts up loads and loads of points. Not being that guy, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sort of driven by points. That's not the sort of thing I I sort of measure my game on. I know whether I've played well, whether it in myself really, and what I'm doing. Try to work hard, be reliable do my job. Um, obviously, last few years, I've, I've been putting up a few more points than I probably have done um, in the past. But it's, um, yeah, for me, I'm not, I'm not point-stripping as long as we're getting results I'm, and, I'm, and I'm not being a hindrance, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased. Do you ever discuss that with Muzza? Because he's only really down the road from you, isn't he? A uh, bit of a funny relationship with Muzza, obviously. We, we've known each other a long time. Um, I grew up with, with Mitchell, his brother, when we were kids. Um, but we're competitors. The clubs don't like each other that much um not necessarily uh from me and mother i chat to him now and then but yeah i don't um tend not to to speak to him too much about that sort of stuff to be honest yeah that's uh you, you two probably you'd have a lot more i think to talk about than you probably think wouldn't you i suppose nowadays yeah i would imagine so yeah but i mean with with this uh this extra cup this britain cup um i mean i'm actually quite ignorant about it i can't see a weekend set aside for a final i think it's just going to be a league format yeah, so I, that's as far as I'm aware. Um, I know, like, sort of beginning of the year, there was talks, are we going to put a final in? Um, nothing's come of that. In, in my mind, I don't see where it fits. Um, no, I think we've run out of weekends now. Um, yeah, so I don't think that's going to happen. So as far as we're aware and how I'm approaching it, it's, it's a league it's a league format, and, and that, that's how sort of that's how I believe it to be, yeah. Yeah, so there's a potential then for five trophies for you this year. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's crazy when you think of it like that. If you say that to people and they think five, what, what? But yeah. um, yeah. I mean, for me, it's a um, I think for the the league's always the big one. 
first and foremost, you play all year for that. That's the, the, the one that the, the team that's been the most competitive all year and been the most consistent gets. Like for me as a especially as a coach, I think that that's a, a real symbol of you've done the job all year and you've been consistent with it. Um so it's always a big one for me. Um Cup is also you know what I mean, it's good, it's exciting. You've got a battle to be there. Um and then you've got to uh yeah, you've got to be consistent over two legs to to get a job done as well. So it's always good and um I like the home and away format personally. I think it's good. You end up with two two sold out buildings, that sort of thing, whenever it happens. Yeah. Um so yeah, we're obviously that's the, it's good in the cup and then playoffs it's it's exciting, it's good and it's uh it's it's one of them. It's a one off game, right? You, you you don't know what's gonna Anything happen. Anything can you happen, know? yeah. You can take twenty minutes off. Team scores three goals, and or when you look at the the semi final last year with with Solent and Invicta, a, a moment of madness for ten minutes, and next thing you know, Solent are back in the game and they're going through to the final. So, uh, but at the end of the day, it's the, the essentially the the league showpiece. It's the final piece. You want to win the last one. We want to win them all. Um, but yeah, it's, it's obviously a one a one off game. But and everyone loves winning the playoffs. It, it's it, it's good to do. So. And then obviously, yeah, you've got the the national final commentary, which we haven't we haven't been able to to win it in the last two years. Um, different opponent this year, though, for sure. <laughs> different opponent, and and do you know what? Bit of a bit of sweet, really. If we if we can win it, it's yeah, great, brilliant. But do you know what? I would have loved to have beat Solway just to say we've done it. But they were a phenomenal team. Like they were they were unbelievable. Um, like they 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 really did. We I don't want to say we weren't at our best because it just sounds like I'm giving an excuse. But I think they made us not be at our best. Like they yeah. were, they were very good, very well drilled. They had skill up and down the lineup. They were, they they were a very good team, and they, they did sort of outplay us on on both occasions. I would say so. Um, yeah, different opponent this year, and that's the one for I think a lot of the guys that they they've been here a little while. They they want to get their hands on that one, but for me, they're they're all important. I want to win every single trophy. I, I don't like seeing other teams win win trophies that we should that we sort of should be there. And hopefully winning. It's uh, it's not a very nice feeling, even in the one last year when Invicta won that won that cup competition last year that we got bombed out of because of however you want to put it, technicalities, I guess. <laughs> um, it, it, I kind of seeing them celebrate that, like fair play to them, they got that done, and congratulations to them for, for winning that last year. But excuse my French, that pissed me off. So I want to be winning every single one that's up for grabs. Yeah. And the, the playoffs this year, of course, is going to be a slightly different sort of setup. That we've we've still got the showpiece weekend, but it's linked with South Two and uh, and a different venue, of course, for Ali Pali. Um, so we're going to be uh, at least having a full barn. That that's kind of been my retrospect on it. Was I don't think it's ideal for everybody. Ali Pali is not the easiest place to get to, to park, to stay near. But at least we're going to have a full barn because MK has been a bit shit the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, from our point of view, like players as well, like, you don't want to be playing in front of empty buildings. Like MK is the sort of place that when it's full up, it's, it's unbelievable. Mm. It's not full up, and especially on those Sunday final days, it's it's empty. It's it's not good. So I I, I understand what they're doing. Um, I don't envy the the management team for being the ones that have to make these decisions on where it is because I, I think you're always going to have people complaining. Yeah, you're never um, going to please everyone, I. It's it's no, it's it's not ideal. Um, haven't been to Ali Pali for a long time, so I can't really comment on facilities, what's around, or anything like that. It's been a very long time since I've been there. I think maybe we played there once a couple of years ago, like a crossover cup or something. But other than that, I haven't really been there, so I can't really comment on that sort of side of things. But from what I remember, there aren't enough changing rooms for eight teams, let no. alone four teams. So 
see how we manage that. Um, but it, like you say, it'd be good to have a, a packed building. I just hope that tickets are done in a way that we can have our, our fans there. We have a lot of fans that go everywhere. And you know what? We've we sold a lot of tickets at Milton Keynes for the last two years. And I hope that our fans that have been paying their money and travelling to Milton Keynes for the last couple of years get to get their ticket if they want to be there. So yeah. um, we'll see what happens with that. But, I mean, it'll be a good a good weekend of hockey for a fan. I mean, you get six games of hockey and should be should be good. Um, we'll see what happens. And it's a, it's another venue. It's quite a cool building to play in. So yeah, it'd be it's one of them. We'll see what happens, and we're we're excited. And obviously, we've got a, we're not we're not definitely there yet. We we have Milton Keynes as a double header, looking like it's going to be Milton Keynes as a double header um, to get through first playoffs. You never know what's going to happen. So we'll see. But yeah, it should. Uh, I don't I don't yeah I don't envy uh, Danny Perchard and the team for trying to make all this sort of thing happen. It's a, I think it's a thankless task. Yeah, especially getting all them four games done in one day. Someone's going to be starting very early, and someone's going to be finishing very late. Yeah, and that's it. And obviously, teams teams are travelling. It's a it's a difficult one. And I did look at hotels, and I think a hotel room for one night is like two hundred and fifty quid for one night. Yeah, that's what I was uh, looking at. And and it's not even guaranteed that I'm going to be there as yet. Do you know what I mean? To to, to cover it. So yeah, it's it's a, it's a difficult one. Um, but I don't know. I think there's there's definitely, in my opinion, there's probably better venues you could have picked. Um, but again, I don't know politics behind it. There's lots of other things happen. It's a I think it's a shame that Bracknell's probably not there still. That would have been, in my opinion, the ideal location for it. it would have been perfect. You've got mm. plenty of changing rooms, plenty of space, probably the right amount of seats to get it busy enough. Um, I think that would have been a good venue, but obviously, sadly, it's not there, so so that's not going to happen. No, I mean, you're saying that you love the um, sort of the home and away leg element of the cup finals. Do you think you could possibly see a return to that for the playoffs moving forward? Because the showpiece, as we said for the last couple of years, hasn't been massively successful in, in an IHL one. Personally, I, I would like to go that way. Um, I was been in this league a long time now, when that's how it was once upon a time when mm. it was to so were back on the Isle of Wight and stuff like that. It's you one, it's not a one-off game. You've got six periods of hockey. You have a you have a funny twenty minutes. It's not the end of the world. You've got you've got five periods of hockey to to get back into it. And I think it's a different both teams take a different game plan into it. Um, and at the same time, you end up with two full, absolutely round buildings. Usually, like I've been to. Chelmsford for playoff finals. I've been to Invicta for a playoff final and sold out every time. Um, Isle of Wight, obviously, I was with the Isle of Wight at the time. Sold out, um, sold out buildings and and the atmosphere is good. And for me, that's the way to do it. Maybe that's just because when I was sort of coming through as a junior, that was how it's done, and it's just how I've always sort of seen it. But for me personally, I think if you ask a lot of players, they they would prefer that. And and you know what is it's nice like if we obviously we won the league we should get the home leg on the Sunday if we made the final it's nice to win trophies in front of a, your home home crowd and yeah. that goes to everyone like whoever it is like if you if you get that chance and you're the top seed team in the final you should be given that opportunity to win it in front of a thousand people that, that are all sort of there for you week in week out so it, yeah, yeah it's, I, I personally think it's a it's a better way to go but I don't make those kind of decisions nah. Have you noticed an uptake in this, the, the fan level at Stretton this year because it does seem to be a lot busier than it has been yeah, it's a funny one at Stratton. We our, our fans sort of numbers they 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 tend to rise throughout the season. Um, usually, what happens? I mean, we, <laughs> I compare it to a couple of years ago around sort of when we come back from COVID and all the bars were shut at the rink and the rink were allowing you to bring your own bring your own alcohol and it was yeah. like, it was chaos. Um, <laughs> honestly, I've never you've never seen anything like it. You just got people walking around drinking champagne out of bottles and stuff and <laughs> prosecco and it was um. 
yeah, it was it was chaos in there. But um, we used to get some very good crowds. I think at the time, obviously, a lot of things shut down, and hockey was one of the one things you could do. You could go there, have a drink, and it was a good good time. But um, yeah, I think it's funny in Stratton. We we've got we have some really great diehard fans um, that are, that have been there with the club for a very long time. Um, and they're almost just they they come along week in week out, and they're definitely there. Um, and there's I'd say there's probably three four hundred of them that are I would say weekly they're always there. Mm-hmm. And then you have your uh, a lot of sort of people that are looking for a thing to do on a Sunday night. A lot of them don't know the rules. They cheer the Zamboni. <laughs> they 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 yeah it's it's crazy. Um, but you know what? It, it adds a good atmosphere, and we're always welcome with new fans, old and new. And it's uh, on a on a sort of a, a packed house on the high road, it, it's a good atmosphere. It is yeah. a good atmosphere when it's bouncing. So how would you rate this year then? It's, I think it's your second year, isn't it, as player coach? How, how do you think this year's gone? A bit, bit better than last? or Hard one to say, really. Um, I think for me, obviously, I, I was uh, last year was a, a massive learning curve for me. Like, I think I've said on there before, I've, I never sort of planned on being a, a coach, let alone a player coach. I think it was a sort of thing that came up as a bit of a surprise glad I took took the sort of job on but it was a uh, yeah it was it was definitely a learning curve last year and I think there was maybe some decisions that I look back at now and think maybe I should have done something a little bit different with this and that um but it's it's always good I mean I, I love the game as much as anyone ask anyone that knows me well enough I'm I love hockey like I I, I honestly do I can't imagine a day that I'm not playing it's it's awful but um and I, I like, I'd like to think I can play as long as I can but it's uh it's, a, it's definitely a new challenge. Um, it's definitely uh, definitely a challenge. But like I say, going going to the rink and with your mates and, and playing every weekend and stuff, it's it's good. I wouldn't change it. And yeah, being able to sort of be the coach and sort of bring the group together, it, it's quite a, it's quite a nice thing. So it's just finding that balance. I think it's, it, it can be difficult at times, but it's also rewarding at other times. Yeah. How's your availability looking for this weekend? You're going to have a few more available than you did last week. Um, when's this going out? Friday. Got a surprise Friday. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've got a few guys back. Um, we've got uh, we've got two of the guys back that were unavailable because of other commitments. That I mean, we don't have that very often in our team. Um, I'm pretty firm on you, you're committed to the team. You're there. Um, I don't like this whole turn up when you want lark. So mm. I've got a couple of guys that are, that are back um, from from things they they actually had prior commitments to um, before signing in the summer. Um, and I've also got, I'm hoping, one other person back from injury, and I've got a, yeah, come Friday, we've got a surprise coming, so uh, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Well, lovely. Well, this is our early doors Friday, so keep your eyes on the socials on the Friday then to see a, a big surprise. One thing, I don't think it's been a surprise, but I think a lot of people have taken a great lot of pleasure in, particularly me as well, the former Ziggy Beasley this year. The kid's been unbelievable. I mean, there's no one that's taken more pleasure in that than me, trust me. <laughs> um and yeah, he's been he's been awesome. I mean, I made him assistant captain this year. He's he's an out and out leader. He doesn't do things loud. He's not a shouter. He's not anything like that. But like the boys respect him so much. Um, he's been at the club a very long time. He's one of the most prepared players you will ever meet. Like he's always ready. He's got his stuff ready. He's he's organised. He's he's ready to play. Turns up every night. And and yeah, like like I say, point wise, I think he's I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's just something's. I think Something he's your top point scorer this year. He, he honestly is, mate. And like, I mean, for me, like, I signed Ziggy in the summer because he's he's reliable. I know what I'm getting for him. He's a great team guy. He's a great player, 
but I'm not I'm not signing Ziggy to score me goals. And and he knows that. Like I wouldn't say that's an unfair sort of comment. He he brings so much to this team that isn't goals. Like he's a, he's a massive asset. And then you know what you had the the year he's had in terms of point wise and ownership on the on the penalty kill and all these sorts of things. He's he's been brilliant. He's he really has sort of led us from the front in all aspects. And it's been yeah, it's been a, a pleasure to sort of. To see that, to see how how well we've done this year, it's been brilliant. And I, and, I mean, obviously, I don't know what, how many tr- sort of trophies we'll end up with, whether it'll be just a league or whether we take the sweep or anything in between. Um, I think a lot of our success this year, you can put down to to obviously we're we're a group and we're a great group. And I'm I'm a firm believer if we have success because we're a tight group, but you've got to have leaders, you've got to have guys that are doing it every night, and Ziggy's that guy for us at the moment. Yeah. No, terrific. As you say, if you do end up with a clean sweep at the end of this, then you know personal accolades should fall on every single one of you because that would be an absolutely incredible year. Um, so one sign in the bank already, possibly a second coming up this weekend. Obviously a tough double header against Slough. Um, we look forward to watching it. Good luck for the rest of the year, Paints. But what we'll definitely do at some point before the end of this year or early next is we'll have a, a full-on chat all about you and about your career and a little deep dive into the uh, the bench and the ice of the Streatham coach. Yeah, there's, there's not much too exciting there, but yeah, no problem. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure we can make it a little exciting. I've, I've always, uh, you, whenever you need some more time, please feel free to ask. And we, I think we all, everyone in this league appreciates what you do. So, yeah, thanks very much, and uh, we'll catch up soon. Nice one. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Thank you. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Massive thanks to Paints for jumping on and uh, building up to the final. As I said, we we will catch up with Paints uh, sometime later towards the end of the season or maybe early next season and we'll get a proper deep dive on Ben Painter. As uh, as, as, we, as we said a little bit off air, kind of one of those players that everybody kind of loves to hate if he doesn't play for your team, but he's a top guy, he's a top player and he's doing great things as a player coach down at Streatham. So now we're going to catch up from the Slough Jets. Let's catch up with their captain. Connor Redmond, how you doing, fella? Not too bad, thank you. How are you? I'm really well, mate. Thank you for coming on and joining me. Great season so far for the Slough Jets. Sort of not culminating because there's a little way to go yet in the season, but we've got the cup final this weekend. How are you guys feeling looking towards it? Uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Um, there's a lot of excitement in the camp, obviously, playing for a trophy. Um, but yeah, the guys are looking forward to it, get on the ice and see how it goes. Yeah, and you've had a kind of um, a little up and down, really, against Streatham in the last few weeks. You went down to their barn and took an OT win, but then they shut you out on your ice the weekend just yeah. gone. Yeah, no, that's it. It's uh, you know what it's like. Sometimes it's up and down. Um, we try to perform to our best, obviously, every time we play. Um, Streatham are a strong team. Everyone knows that. Um, but yeah, we'll see where it goes. Take it game by game. Every game's different. Yeah, and uh, you've got kind of your own little uh, secret weapon. That's not really so much of a secret. In uh, something I think that I actually dubbed the Holy Trinity. Yeah. You've got the, the Moore boys and Jack Goodchild on the ice. They are putting up some points this year. Yeah, no, they are. They're special talents. They are, and it's good to play on them. Greater having them on your team than on the other other side, so uh, it's good. But um, mm. no, it's good to good to have those guys on the lineup for the for such a big game. And you yourself have actually put some numbers on the board this year, whacking a few goals. 
Uh, not as not as many as I'd like, but sure, what can you do? Um, but yeah, no, it's good to chip in every now and then. Um, but I think that's one of the things that's uh, good about us. Sort of everyone contributes all the time, um, and we're quite even with our goals. Obviously, we've got some get more than others, but um, it can be quite consistent. So. Yeah, well, I mean, at the start of the season, we kind of when we spoke about Sal, Sal were a team I was I couldn't place. I couldn't place where you were going to finish, what you were going to do, because you had obviously um, I, I confused yourself as being on a two way at the start of the season, which you're not. Yeah, all right. Um, but no. obviously with uh, Jacob White say we've not really seen Jacob in a Sal shirt this year. Yeah. Um, no. So I was kind of worried how often you'd have your younger players, but you've you've kept them for a lot of the year. You've banged up some cracking results and. Not just that, put out some incredible games, even from a yeah. neutral point of view. Yeah, no, it's it's very good. Um, when we put the team together at the start of the season, I guess we Smiths puts the team together with a vision that he has for who he signs, what he wants from every player, um, and we just kind of buy into that every week. You know what I mean? And we kind of take it week by week. We don't look too far ahead. We don't look to the past as such. We just kind of play game by game, week by week, see how we end up. Um, and it's it's kind of working out for us, um, but it's it's such a good group that we have there. It's like um, you, there's no problems with the boys in the room or anything like that. It's such a close knit team, mm. um, and that's half the battle sometimes because things aren't going your way on the night, but actually everyone's in it together um, for the common goal. So it's good. Yeah, and of course that team has been together now for for a couple of years. You only really had the one new addition this year that was Charlie Ottowell. Correct. Yeah, and and he slotted in like a. Yeah, the fifth finger in a glove, really, isn't it? Yeah, no, that's it. And that that's a good thing as well, is keeping the same players. Um, it helps with that team bonding, um, keeps with the systems that we play. They understand how we want to play every week. Um, and that's it. Like it's like I say, it's quite a quite a good group there. So, so with uh, Streatham having the home advantage, obviously finishing in the sort of the top echelon of that little league table that came from the Britain Cup, how do you think you're going to try and use that to your advantage then? Because it's going to be in your barn Saturday night. Do you think you can try and get yourselves at them quickly? Uh, yeah, I think ultimately that's the aim. But over two legs, you've got to be in it over two legs. Um, you can't get too far ahead of yourself going into the second game, um, regardless of whether it's home or away. Um, you've got to try and keep it uh, as close as you can. Uh, you've got to be in it in the second game. Um, you can never be too far ahead. You can never be too far behind. It's not over until it's over. That's the key the key element from us. Um, mm. And I think that was the same for any team, really, over two legs. Is You never really know what's going to happen on the second game. Um, no, so, it is just a 120-minute game, really, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. It's only half-time, and you, you just don't know. There could be injuries. There could be... You don't know what penalties, what kind of refs. Um, there's loads of factors that can can affect the game. So, yeah, you got yourselves to the final with a, a semi-final victory over Chelmsford over two legs. Uh, I think it was made a little uncomfortable for you on the on the second night in Chelmsford, but you guys held pretty strong throughout. I think you kind of Chelmsford lost their discipline on the first night, and that's where you really ran away with it. I think. Uh, yeah, pretty much. So yeah, it was a it's always a good game against Chelmsford. Um, it's always a good battle. Um, enjoy playing in those games. Uh, those are the games you want to play in, though. Like even coming into this weekend, um, there you want to play in semi-finals, you want to play in finals, games that mean something. That's why you play. You don't play to play sort of these games that you win by a couple of goals. You know what I mean? You want to play in games where something's on the line and it's a close game. Um, but yeah, like you say, it was a good semi-final against uh, Chelmsford. Anything could have happened on that Sunday. Um, two good teams playing played it out and. 
fortunately for us, we were on the winning side, so that was good. And then moving forward, of course, we were now looking towards the playoffs, but you can't do a great deal about that anymore, can you? Because your league season is done. Yeah, no, that's it. So everything, it's now down to the other teams. Um, We've done what we can. Um, See where we end up, I guess, but... Um, yeah, I think I was looking through it. I think Chelmsford have got to take maximum points from their sure. remaining games, and I think then on head to head we might be ahead of you by a goal. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, I, I think think that's a, on your res- yeah, yeah. It's so a, that's as tight as it as it is. <laughs> yeah, no, it is, and it's it's good because it's good for the league, I guess, um, that teams are competing that tightly. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, no, it's it's exciting. We've done what we can, obviously, like you say. Um, but we'll see how we go in the playoffs. Yeah, which, which to be fair, I think the playoffs has missed Slough in the last couple of years because you haven't made the finals for a couple of years. Yeah, it's always been our stumbling block the last couple of years, like you say, so uh, it's something we're hopefully going to rectify this year, but we'll take that as it comes. Next uh, next hurdles uh, Saturday. So. It is indeed, yeah. Obviously, you can't get uh, too high with the highs and too low with the lows, and as you say, that's, you just got to take one game at a time. That's exactly it. So there's also another little cup going on at the moment, of course, the South Cup, which uh, I believe is actually just going to run on like a league format. I don't think there's been a weekend set aside for a final at all. No, as far as I'm aware, there's not a final for that. It's just round robin, but I'm not 100% sure, so don't quote me on that. But, um, yeah, but has that, Well, has that changed the um, like the ethos at Slough? Now that the league is done and it's out of the way, now it is just full cup focus. Obviously, you've got this final and then the remaining games of the of the Britain Cup. Do you have to sort of look at that different than league fixtures? Do you have to play it like knockout fixtures? Um, I wouldn't say so, no. It's uh, more anything we pull our jerseys on, it's sort of the same mentality, whether it's a pre-season game, a league game. To us, it doesn't really matter. We always want to play our way, play the slow way, like disciplined hockey, hard hockey, fast hockey, um, and win the game that you play in. Because being a competitor, you want to win your games, like regardless of what competition it's in. Um, so that's our, our focus for the rest of the season, is just to play our games, win what we can, um, and we see where it takes us. That's ultimately it. Excellent. And on jerseys as well, you're, will you be wearing the green cup jersey this weekend? I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. Um be interesting to know. It's one of my um, favourites, actually. When all the jerseys come out at the start of the year, Christian Moore messaged me, and he was like, yeah. you wait till our, our jerseys drop. Yeah, no, they're really nice. They are really nice, to be fair. Um, but yeah, maybe we could get that as a permanent jersey, maybe not. But I, I really enjoy that jersey myself, I must admit. Ah, excellent. Well, Connor, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Good luck for the weekend. It's sure to be a thrilling final and good luck for nice. the rest of the season. Thank you very much. A massive thank you to Connor Redmond for joining me on the podcast. Really, really great to get both perspectives of both teams as we build up to this cup final. So for me, I can see it being quite a tight affair. If anything, I can actually see it probably going to Streatham on Sunday level. Obviously, we won't have any overtime on Saturday if it finishes level. Um, and then I can see Streatham just being too too strong on their home ice uh, and taking a tight one. I'm going to go only a couple of goals in it. I might say a 3-3 for Saturday night and then a 4-2 for Streatham at home on the Sunday. So nice and uh, I've, I've gone quite quite niche with the prediction, gone quite exact. So we'll see how it all, all comes out. Thank you so much for listening to this uh, this build-up to the League Cup final that we've got this weekend. Of course, there's no, no other games in the Britain division this weekend, so it has full focus of everybody. So if there's any way you can keep up with it on, uh, on Twitter or on Facebook, because unfortunately there will be no stream. Hopefully moving forward we could do something about that. 
Um, but yeah, so keep up with those results. And then we're going to have a breakdown of it next week and look forward to the fixtures that are coming up in the Britain division as everyone scrambles to try and get their playoff position confirmed as we head into the quarterfinals on the Easter weekend. So plenty of hockey to come between now and then. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you're following in all the socials on Instagram, Facebook, X, Threads, Snapchat, and TikTok. And you can subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube so that you do not miss a thing. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Hello and welcome to Zero Pucks Given, the UK ice hockey podcast. We are in partnership with the Hockey Art Co, hockey clothing for hockey people, worn by the best and hated by the rest. Listeners to Zero Pucks Given get a 10% discount off everything sidewide at hockeyartclothing.co.uk, including things like this, the Toronto City Series. Uh, so just use the code ZP10 when you check out and you will get your 10% discount. We are also in partnership with Manscaped, male grooming products redefining the gentleman. Uh, you can get 20% off plus free shipping off of all Manscaped products on manscaped.com when you use the code zero pucks, all one word, all caps, and get your discount there. Uh, the performance package 5.0 is what they sent me. Fantastic stuff. Keep myself all trim. And remember, of course, if you uh, if you trim the hedges around the crease, the goal looks bigger. Uh, and we're also on the Sports Social Podcast Network, the biggest sport podcast network in Europe. So absolutely thrilled to be part of that and getting the name of Zero Pucks Given out there, as well as a little bit more love for ice hockey across the country. Right then, this is episode 84, and we are building up to the Britain Division League Cup final that is taking place this weekend. It will be taking place at the Hangar in Slough on Saturday night and at the High Road in Streatham on Sunday, as the Slough Jets will take on the Streatham Red Hawks for the second trophy available this year. Of course, after the Red Hawks already wrapped up the league with four games to go, leaving Slough in second. So it is the top two going head-to-head in this cup final. They both had an interesting path there because this, uh, this league cup sort of took on the form of your first two league games against each other home and away, created the little table that then from the top four gave us the two semi-finals where Streatham came across Invicta Dynamos and they went through 7-4 on aggregates and the Slough Jets came across the Chelmsford Chieftains where I believe they went through 8-5 on aggregate in the end. So they will now go head-to-head. Uh, they've, the results recently actually have kind of indicated that we're going to get a tight weekend. Uh, Slough went down to Streatham and took an OT win a couple of weeks ago, 3-2. I think it was uh, Jack Goodchild took a very, very early overtime winner there. I think it was 23 seconds into the overtime period after Streatham had hit the post, so a really sort of level game there. But then the weekend just gone, Stretton went down to Slough with 12 skaters and won 3-0, shutting out the highest point-scoring team in the league. So, yeah, really not too sure what we're going to get out of this week. So what we're going to do then to build up to it, first of all, we're going to have a chat with the Stretton player coach. Massive thanks to Paints for jumping on and uh, building up to the final. As I said, we we will catch up with Paints uh, sometime later, towards the end of the season or maybe early next season. And we'll get a proper deep dive on Ben Painter, as uh, as, as we as we said a little bit off air. Kind of one of those players that everybody kind of loves to hate if he doesn't play for your team. But he's a top guy, he's a top player, and he's doing great things as a player coach down at Streatham. So now we're going to catch up from the Slough Jets. Let's catch up with their captain. 
A massive thank you to Connor Redmond for joining me on the podcast. Really, really great to get both perspectives of both teams as we build up to this cup final. So for me, I can see it being quite a tight affair. If anything, I can actually see it probably going to Streatham on Sunday level. Obviously, we won't have any overtime on Saturday if it finishes level. Um, and then I can see Streatham just being too too strong on their home ice uh, and taking a tight one. I'm going to go only a couple of goals in it. I might say a 3-3 for Saturday night and then a 4-2 for Streatham at home on the Sunday. So nice and uh, I've, I've gone quite quite niche with the prediction, gone quite exact. So we'll see how it all, all comes out. Thank you so much for listening to this uh, this build-up to the League Cup final that we've got this weekend. Of course, there's no other, no other games in the Britain division this weekend, so it has full focus of everybody. So if there's any way you can keep up with it on uh, on Twitter or on Facebook, because unfortunately there will be no stream. Hopefully moving forward we could do something about that. Um, but yeah, so keep up with those results, and then we'll have a breakdown of it next week and look forward to the fixtures that are coming up in the Britain division as everyone scrambles to try and get their playoff position confirmed as we head into the quarterfinals on the Easter weekend. So plenty of hockey to come between now and then. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you're following in all the socials on Instagram, Facebook, X, Threads, Snapchat and TikTok. And you can subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and YouTube so that you do not miss a thing. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network.